So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, another. I want to go to another, a second story. This is actually one of my favorite stories in the. In the Going where I was gonna go? Don't look at my notes. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not cheating your notes. Yeah. Don't cheat. No, I'm not a cheater. No. You, you, you copied from me. No, I didn't. You can't read. So you can't write. <laughs> uh, one of these days, it's gonna bite you in the butt. <laughs> Welcome to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. My name is Lenny, and I don't know why I started this episode start, starting like I was speaking an audiobook. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. that was nice." It was Thank like, you. I was like very uh, uh, smooth and and, and, and and you know intentional. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, you, I think everybody knows the drill, but just in case you're new to the show, my name is Lenny. I'm yeah. the one half host, and I'm here joined here with Cody, That's who right. is the other one half host. The other one half, and so together we make one host. Yeah, we we are one host, <laughs> not the host. No, one host. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it kind of fits in with our theme. Oh well, yeah. Wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a theme. <laughs> we do have a theme. Oh yeah, it's like. Uh, oh, oh, do you mean music? Yeah, I don't know. I thought you meant theme, like topical. Oh, I mean, like we got a topic, yeah, yeah and no, also no, no, a theme like for like music, a theme, like a, for like what? a point of our podcast. That's the. I'll let the ukulele do that. Anyways, thanks for joining with us. We're excited. We have a really great topic, really great question that is pretty dear to us, and we're excited to talk about it. But first, before we jump into any of that, yeah, we got to do something special. Yeah. Would you rather, duh? Would you rather, would you rather? All right, so I got it here. I actually am pretty excited about this, would you rather? Yeah, he looked it up earlier when we were driving, and I told him not to tell me. I told him, hey. Shut your dang hammer for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. didn't say that at all. No, I didn't. No. We we're much more polite. Yeah. We are actually polite to each other. Just I, like if anybody is really like uh, curious about it, they're like, wow, these guys don't like each other. No, no. We care about each other quite a bit. Yeah. Except yeah. when we're being dumb. <laughs> I was going to say, we're actually a lot nicer to each other off the air, but we're way meaner <laughs> to each other off the air. <laughs> Uh, so it's one of those things where you're like we have we can have like deep conversations and just like totally derail it. Just be like, you know what I think about this? I think you should just shut up, you know. But anyways, yeah, yeah. we won't do that exactly. No, we won't. No. Anyways, <clears throat> let's go to this. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather be insulted by Gordon Ramsay for ten seconds or receive unlimited text messages from Donald Trump for ten days? <laughs> Is that is that a competition? I don't know. Would you rather what? Would you rather have? Well, the, both of them are entertainment. Yeah. So, I I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for insults. So I think I would go for the insults from Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I think it's for me. It's hands down. I would rather receive the the Gordon Ramsay ten seconds. Yeah. Just because uh, then you record it and be like. What did he just say? You know? <laughs> yeah. The problem is is listening, playing the recording back. Yeah. Because, like, true. who are you going to show? <laughs> this is yeah. riddled with profanity. <laughs> but, uh, Watch your profanity. 
yeah. No, that'd be that'd be it'd be an honor to be insulted by one of the greats. You know, I actually that's a, a great way of saying that. It would be an honor to yeah. be insulted <laughs> by one of the greats. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that would be you know, I haven't seen I haven't seen a lot of I just see clips every once in a while on, on the social meds. As the kids are calling it these yeah, days. Yeah, the social meds. Um but uh I see clips of him every once in a while doing something. I'm like, you know, that's hilarious. But how true is this T V? Is this true T V or is it actual T V? Or is it real T V? Or is it not you, fake T V? All you're doing right now is just saying all the major networks. <laughs> well, there it's funny because true T V is like yeah, TR, true TV. Yeah, TRU. Not TV. true TV. Actuality TV or something dumb. I'm like, what are you trying to get at? You think actuality? Okay, I can't say words right now. You think actuality sounds better than true? All right, I guess I'm getting beside the point. Yeah, here. yeah. So I see them all these. I just wonder: is he insulting these people? Are they sincerely being degraded and disparaged, or is it set up? Or is it both? Or is it just like, hey, sign this. With, like, you, you're going to get yelled at. You know, that's why you're here. There's no other reason why you'd be here. You can't possibly be here and not expect to be offended. So just so you know what this, everybody knows what the show is when they come here. That's probably what it is. It's probably more of that. Well, I mean, like, there is an a- aspect of scripting to reality TV, yeah, you know. Yeah, Like, it's not, not saying that, not saying that it does not, it's not actual life. It's not their actual life. But there is some scripting. Like, you can't have good, the only way that you can have good reality TV or, like, good improv, I should say, is if somebody's been trained for it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So it probably is like, hey, we're shooting episode seven today. Somebody's got to get their butt chewed out. Like, I don't know who it's going to be. So well, whoever's the dumbest one today, you're you're gonna get it. Just heads up, you know. I don't know. The dumbest one. Today. I, don't know, I don't know how it works, but yeah. But yeah, so I would I would say that there's an aspect I think, but there's there in every reality there's an aspect of theatrics. Right. right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So and some more than others. Mm-hmm. Some of the I, I don't know what, I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole because I do not know anything about it. I, this is not what I watch ever. <laughs> I don't there's know. probably people out there who do watch it who yeah, are just like, like stop. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have a, a, any problems with what we said about reality TV, just go ahead and send us an email. Give us a yeah. question about it or talk to us about it. We'll, yeah, 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 You can change it up, you know, if we're saying incorrect yeah. things. Yeah, put us in our place, but then ask a question, too. Yeah, we're gonna use it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because right. then you win and we win. Yeah. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. So. But I will say, I would like, I would really wonder what Donald Trump would send me for, like, what, I know. what kind of texts. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you wouldn't send anything because it's not public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, yeah, well, all right. Uh, I guess there's no skin off my nose. So, what? No skin? Oh, off my nose. It's a oh. phrase in English. Okay. Do you speak English? Is it always about skin? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, all right. Well, that was fun. That was a that was a light, nice, lighthearted one. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, let's move on to some real good meat and potatoes. The black and white. Boom. Now this was submitted by. Well, hold on. Before we get into this, okay. Let's let's pause. Let's pause. This is what you got. You got your fork into potatoes, and you're like, no, I got to put the fork down for a minute. Okay. <laughs> I need to make recompense. Restitution 
for my past crimes and my past sins. Okay. All right. We did an episode a couple episodes ago. Oh, I see where this is going. And I referred to my friend as a neighborhood pal. And he is my friend and a neighborhood pal. So I just want to clarify. They're not exclusive. No, no, no. Do you know what pal stands for? What's that? Person I absolutely love. All right. You just so, come up with that right now? For the, for the record. Have you been thinking about that? That seems like you've been thinking about that. Since for a we second. prayed before the episode, oh, okay. That's it came as revelation. Oh. <laughs> um, but, but for the record, neighborhood pal, you know, that's a high place on the podium of our friendship. <laughs> and if you don't believe me now, this next question is submitted by a home pal of mine. You know? I'm more than a home pal. Yeah. Yeah, my wife. So anyway, she submitted this question. Again, wait, sorry, you just said you called your wife a home pal. Yeah. So she's just your pal? No, well, did you not hear anything I just said <laughs> about what a pal is? Oh, oh, okay. Person I absolutely love. Okay, oh, you're right. I guess yeah. I wasn't listening. Right. Yeah, I guess you were you're playing Dragon Ball Z on your phone. No. No. Special beam cut off. There's only, what's that? What? <laughs> no, what you said? Did you stop recording? No. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My well, wife said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Do you want to say okay? No, go ahead. My wife submitted this question. Okay, so this is uh, this is. Do you mail? Oh, sorry. Did you have? I have it right here. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. All right. Here it is. Be still and know that I am God. What does it mean to be still? And how can we be still in a world that is not conducive to stillness? Mm-mm. That's a good question. That's a great question. So let's start with the in black and white of it, right? Yeah. That was a dumb thing. Let me try again. All right. Let's start with the gray. <laughs> um, what does that mean, Lenny? Be still. What does that scripture mean? How can we interpret it? What different ways can we interpret it? Well, there's a lot of ways that that you can interpret it, that scripture. I think that um, I think there's so so just uh, thinking about the word still. So um, we're gonna we're gonna go sacrament meeting talk in a, for a second and be like, what's the definition of still? Okay, all right, Gordy, let me just pull that up real quick. Do you have it? Mm-hmm. Wow, this I guy's do. a walking dictionary. Ooh, yeah, I have a phone. Oh, a couple definitions for still here. First one is not moving or making a sound. All right, kind of. I mean, like okay. that. Something I wish you'd do a little more, but go on. I <laughs> uh, wasn't actually expecting that. That was pretty good. Um, undisturbed by wind, sound, or current. So this is like referring to air or water. Calm and tranquil. Silence and calm. Um, make or become still to quiet. Okay. Right. So I, I, re- I read, a, well, I'm thinking about all these adjectives, you know, something about there's all these ways you can kind of describe still, but from what I kind of dis- distill from that is to, is to be, to not move, to not um, make sound, to not disturb. Yeah. So, and the and reason I think about that, like what, what, when you're like trying to be still, like we're talking about stillness in the spiritual sense, what are we trying not to disturb? Yeah. You know, what are we trying not to, so like if we're thinking about the way like water or a current, what are we trying to like, calm or be tranquil you know right, right so right. really what i'm what I, I guess what i'm getting at 
the stillness actually denotes to me um, the spirit. I mean, I think that that's, that's something like when we're still, when we are, when we quiet our water or, or we quiet our, 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 our internal water, then we're able to see the reflection of the uh, reflection of the spirit. Oh yeah. I like that. Um, up, upon ourselves. Like yeah. We're able to, to feel it, to heal it, to hear it, you know, to, to see it. Right. Um, and so that's kind of like where I, where I think about um, when I think about still. Yeah. I, I Well, I like the second definition you said too is, is uh, what was the second definition? It was like, don't let doesn't something external things don't disturb. Or, right. Uh, undisturbed by wind, sound or current. Okay. All right. So uh, this is going to get, we're going to start to get into, um, well, yeah, this is, this is the gray still. So one of the things I thought, I, I thought about with stillness is there are, there are, um, two kinds of it, really. There's an internal peace, inner peace, and there's external peace or stillness, right? Mm-hmm. And we have control over one of those. The external. And we have an amount of control. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Um, we have an amount of control over the external. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if you want to have a good study, you're not like, all right, I'm going to go on the train tracks and I'm going to study my scriptures there while trains pass over me. That's a bad idea. Yeah, That's, all the way around. Yeah, let me try again. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm going to go to the airport. Yeah, never mind. I'm not going to give an example. Anyway, the, the point is, you don't go somewhere noisy and somewhere busy and rambunctious. I'm going to go to, okay, uh, 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 a bar to study the scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be noisy. People are going to be chatting. They're going to be hanging out. It's going to be hard to focus. Um, <clears throat> so we have an amount of control over that, but not always. Mm-hmm. And it's not, whatever we do with the external factor here of stillness will help us with the inner stillness, but it will not make it will not, um, we don't have full control over it, and it does not have full effect on the inner stillness. Mm-hmm. Inner, inner stillness is, uh, you got to channel your uh, master Ugwe here, all right? Mm-hmm. All my Kung Fu yeah. Panda people. Let's go. Inner peace, all right? Is that it? Is that, that's it. That's There's it. nothing more to say. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, is we do have control over our sincerity and over our, uh, um, ability to to focus and think about God. Now that could be hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's easy, especially if you have ADHD yeah, or absolutely. ADD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's I don't think it's easy by any means. But internal things is where we really do have we do have a lot more power. Um, and again, there's still things that we could use to help with internal things. Like there are there is. I don't want to get into this whole like. You know, medicine does help us. If you have ADHD, for example, does help you focus and and whatnot. So I don't want to. I'm not trying to not acknowledge that there are difficulties and challenges with inner peace as well. Um, But at the end of the day, that's that can overpower. Like God will help us overpower any external factors so that we can feel peace, even with chaos surrounding us. That's what I'm trying to get at. Absolutely. Um, This this idea actually that you're that you're that uh, I think that. I feel like you're talking about. It's like we have control over this. Um, we have, uh, I would say, maybe we don't have um, complete control over our inner. Like maybe we, like if we put like an arbitrary percentage to it, we probably have like I would say like eighty percent control over our inner inner calm inner peace. 
and then we have maybe about 20% of, of, of control over our external, right? So let's just give those arbitrary numbers. I'd but, probably, let me just bump them up a little bit. Okay. Like seven, 60, 70% external, 90% internal. Okay, okay. I'll, well, I'll buy that. Generally speaking. No, no. Not I, for everyone. For sure. I'll buy that. I okay. think I think that those are better. You'll buy that? Yeah, those are you better numbers. subscription? Yeah, give me a subscription to that. Okay. Yeah, right. thank you. $20 yeah. a month. Yeah. So, um, but um, there is like something that I, I that my mind calls out to. Um, there's a, a scripture story, okay? So we're kind of jumping into maybe a little bit more of the black. But I want to start with the scripture story, okay? Everybody cast your minds back in the scriptures. If you're not familiar with the scripture, let me I can tell you about it. So we're going to cast our minds all the way back to when Christ is on Christ is sleeping on the boat, okay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So so the so there's a there's a storm raging all the way all, all around on the Sea of Galilee. Christ is asleep. Everybody's kind of freaking out and everything's just it's just like it's like it's just like terrible and then they're like, "Oh, master, where are you?" you know, and then and then he finally wakes up and then he comes up and he says he says to the storm peace you know and then he turns and then he turns to the apostles and he basically says something to like to the effect of like if if uh, I can't remember exactly maybe you can help me with this but basically he says to him like if you have faith in me you know uh, no no matter what is happening outside you will always find peace yeah, you, yeah, will, yeah. you always get that peace pretty much you know yeah, what I'm saying like, yeah another I want to go to a second story. This is actually one of my favorite stories in the in the in the. Are New you Testament. going where I was going to go? Don't look at my notes. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm don't not going to look at your notes. Yeah. Don't cheat. No, I'm not a cheater. No. You you, you copied from me. No, I didn't. You can't read, so you can't <laughs> write. <laughs> uh, one of these days, it's going to bite you in the butt. <laughs> but anyways, um, we're going to cast go in the second scripture story. Okay, we're we're talking about when uh, I believe the apostles are on the uh, on the on the. Uh, that's not where I was going to go, but keep going. This is good. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. They're on the they're on the sea. I don't know if they were fishing. I can't remember exactly, but there was, um, I think there was a little bit more tumultuous waters. Okay, Christ is a Christ then starts to walk toward them. He's on the water. Right. Right. So he's on the water. Walking and then on the water. He's walking yep. on the water, and then Peter sees him, and he's like, "If thou will command me to come out there, I will come out there right now." And he says, and then you know, the Savior says, "Absolutely, come." So he like walks out there. He's walking on the water. And he's like, he's like, I just imagine in my mind, I'm just thinking about how, how cool this is for him, for us, for, and I even think even cool for Christ. I mean, just imagine that he's like, you know, he knows this, but to see like one of, one of his disciples, when one of his brothers, one of his children, all of those things saying right. like, wow, he has this much faith. He's walking on the water towards He's me. He's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah. You know, like that's what I think that's what we all hope, right? I think, you know, you as a parent, you you, you hope that your your children would uh, be able to, you know, do things for themselves, like eventually walk on water yeah. because they can, right? Anyways, the point is, is that he's walking. He's focused on Christ amid all of this, the tumultuous water, everything, okay? Right. But he's focused on Christ, which allows him to just walk toward him. It was only when he started focusing on all everything else. Only then was when he started to sink. Yeah. So, like, the way I want to think about this, the way I want to think about this, like, peace, there is, I think, when we have trust in Christ, when we feel that, when we, when we trust him, um, he even says in the scriptures, you know, he'll, he'll send us the comforter and give us the peace only he can give us, which I think is the ultimate personal peace. Not of the world. Just of him. Just of him. And I feel like that's actually, 
like you know uh, I'm, I might jump in just I'm just gonna say this and then we can then you share what you were gonna say but I think that that is actually one of the ultimate answers and then I, I have some things about how to how to actually focus on him to gain that piece I have some ideas but right. um, just want to say I think that that's how we can actually ultimately find that peace find peace um, in general um, amidst all the tumultuous the things that are not still right 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 so 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 the doc so you're kind of suggesting the doctrine here is is peace in Christ. Like, yeah. Like Christ is the prince of peace. Mm-hmm. He can give us peace no matter the circumstance. Absolutely. So stillness is a prerequisite to say in some way for that peace. Like oh, or 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 or, yeah. or an avenue for us to access that peace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um that is a great I think that's exactly. I think that's the gateway to the the peace that Christ right. gives us. Well, yeah. and the peace is revelation too. Because Oh, dude. Because Christ isn't saying, "Hey, be still. Watch paint dry." Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> like he's not like he's, there's a reason he wants us to have peace so that we can or, or he wants us to be still so that we can feel the spirit so that we can feel peace, so that we can receive revelation. So I think that's um, kind of the, the, the back. So so that is the, if we can agree on that right now, at least that's the doctrine. That's the black and white. Yeah, this, absolutely. This. Um, the, the example I was going to give earlier was uh, was Elijah. Right? Oh, yeah. In the Old Testament. Absolutely. 1 Kings 19. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, and he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And then Alex Boye pops into my head because that song. Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. That is uh, a good song. Nashville tribute, y'all. Check it. Uh, while chaos and peace are kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think I, oh. yeah, I, I don't tend to think anymore that opposite ends of the spectrum mean these things can't coexist. Mm. Okay. And so the reason I say that is like, you can find peace in the middle of a tempest, mm-hmm. right? And we we can find that despite the chaos surrounding it. Um, so and that's because it comes from Christ, and He is all powerful. Uh, so it's the same with 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 inner peace and external peace, right? Um, Christ can help us have that peace despite chaos around us. Um, so what can we do to access that? Is the kind of conversation we should probably yeah have. yeah absolutely. But I wanted to say something about I had a thought just now that. Um, Stillness actually does come from, I actually kind of want to challenge and say that I think that stillness is a prerequisite, but I also think it is a part of peace. Christ actually can give us stillness. Okay. I feel better about that. Yeah. He can, he can give us that. Cause I feel like, I feel like, um, especially when we're talking about the, you know, peace I give unto you, not of the world give us unto you, you know, but I give unto you, you know, Mm -hmm. that's scripture. Right. So I feel like when we're actually talking about, being still I actually want to suggest that being still is a gift from God it's like being able to 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 
um, to focus like, you know, I kind of like imagine in my mind, I kind of think of it as like, it's like the eye of a hurricane. So it's just like, there's like this big, you know, the middle of the hurricane is quiet and still, right? right? It's, it's calm. But it's, it's, it's actually even more than that in the, in, the, in the case of Christ, I think. So I just imagine like they're just being like this pillar of, of whatever, of, of light, of, of, of whatever, I don't know, like this conduit that's like between you and God. And like that's the stillness. That's the peace. And then just like exactly what you said about that is revelation starts pouring from heaven yeah. through there. I, 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 my brain is going back to prerequisite, but in a different sense now because you said that. Yeah, go ahead. So prerequisite not meaning um, this is all on you. Mm. Um, prerequisite okay. meaning Christ can help us be still. Oh, absolutely. He can help give us that gift of stillness mm-hmm. so that we can feel peace and we can feel the spirit we can receive revelation. If you're having a hard time being still, um, best thing to do, first of all, is pray. Mm-hmm. And that's an internal thing when you talk to God. That's internal communication. That's a form of even meditation to try to commune with God. So if you're having a hard time being still or feeling stillness, pray and ask for help. There is an external factor there. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. you laying in bed while you pray? Because I know, and my wife knows very much, you just fall asleep <laughs> when you pray in bed. Heck, I fall asleep when I kneel at the bed. Maybe more now, but yeah, that's, that's beside the point. So so pray in a way, maybe control the external circumstances. How, how can I pray where I can be more focused and ask for this gift of stillness mm-hmm. so that I can feel peace? Yeah. But that's, a, that's a thing. To be right. Doing. So I, I think one of the, like, I like this, this where we're going, like, how can, now that we've kind of established, basically we've established that stillness and peace, so stillness, the prerequisite, and the peace that comes from it, are they come from Christ? Yeah. We do things to get ready for it, but ultimately they come from Christ. Yeah. So, which I think is pretty cool, because I think is if we if we recognize that, then we're like, that's the first the first start of this question is all right. All this thing is happening around me. How do I find stillness? Well, where is it? Where does stillness come from? It comes from Christ. So now it becomes the question of, okay, how do I attune myself to Christ? How do I get there so that I can receive this? And we can talk about this. Um, and I love this part. One of the things that um, I love about the gospel is, I think I've, I've learned it, I've, I think I've liked it more and more, late, more of late, later in my life, is how do you apply gospel principle, gospel, I'll even call it gospel theory, to gospel application. I feel like there's a lot of talk on theory, but not a lot of talk of application. And, and, uh, and so I love talking about application. So I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there because I think that we'll give you ideas. Yeah. We think about, if we think about applying principles, you know, um, and we say, we hear that all the time, but so, um, my goal right now is to just give ideas for how you can, so anybody can start applying. So, um, for me, I think one of the greatest ways of finding peace or finding stillness or, or that way is it's actually just to it's to decide that you want it. Um, I think that that's actually a, a really a really big part of it. It's like like be intentional about yeah, it. Yeah, just like I want I want peace. I want stillness. Like how often do we start our scripture studies and we're like, oh, I'm doing my scripture study, cool. Or how often do we say, okay, I want to have 
I want stillness while I study. I want focus. I want I want uh, I want to feel peace. That's my goal. This study. I got ten minutes. I got twenty minutes. Yeah. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I decide think, I think, one. I think, I think it's even more broad too. Just like you know, I want to feel stillness today. I want to feel like I'm I'm centered. You decide that. Like I decide like, like whatever I want. I I can say I I decide that I want that today. So then it asks the question. Okay. Because I want that today. What can I do? What should I do first? Yeah. Actually, that's the question. Is That's what I, I really love asking this question. If I want this, what do I do first? Because it's really easy to say, like, I should do this, and I should do this, and I should do this, and I should do this. Right. And that's hard because there, you, you kind of give yourself a list and say it works for some people. Yeah. But I like thinking, what can I do first? Right. And I actually hearken back to a, a really good friend who told me this um, it's like, what is the next best thing? What is the next best thing? Yeah. And so then, then you can start, you kind of start building it from there. Um, and then just kind of builds, yeah, yeah. builds from there. So, okay. So, 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 so deciding, being intentional. Yeah. That you want stillness. You want peace. I would say, uh, we talked about prayer a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Ask for help. I would say another thing is, uh, is, is, is turn on. Some heavy metal music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, be no. intentional about to, it. Yeah, you know, like yeah. really push that button down. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Before Elijah felt peace, he heard an earthquake. So let's get some double bass in here. No, I think uh, turning on music is is a powerful thing. Peaceful music, mm-hmm. uh, especially gospel music. And a lot of people have different music that resonates with them. Um, I think there's an overall principle that yeah, certain music is going to help you feel more peace. I'm a metalhead, so I don't I don't listen to metal for peace though. I listen to metal because of other reasons that it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. But when I want peace, I do go listen to calmer music, more chill music, um, more atmospheric music, mm-hmm. uh, or church music that makes me think about gospel principles and think about the Savior. The nice thing about that is is you don't have to do anything except for hit play and this is an external factor that you can turn on that helps Mm. you have inner peace so it's like a low cost thing you Mm -hmm. can do to help you get in that zone if you listen more you're going to get a little more out of it if you're doing it while you're doing the dishes it's still going to put you in kind of more of a a mood that you can be more conducive to absolutely a, a, a still moment so yeah one of the things that's really beneficial for me I think when I'm I'm seeking stillness and seeking peace, something I, I've learned in in therapy actually. Side note, I think therapy is awesome, guys. I, I just want to make sure. I, I just want to just put a plug out there. I think it's there's there's nothing wrong with it. It actually helps. Uh, say people are struggling with things. I think that it helps you to to deal, not even deal, but give you tools to be able to unpack manage. Some yeah, stuff uh, and... unpack, organize, manage all of those words. I think it's great. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to say that I, I think that's, it's, it's been it's done great things for me. But one of the things that helps me when I'm doing to find some peace is to actually uh, um, is to actually organize organize some thoughts. We all have like these. We all have different types of thoughts. Sometimes we have uh, we have intrusive thoughts, thoughts of like um, of us, you know, just defeating thoughts, stress thoughts, all of those types of thoughts, and those thoughts are are fine. There's nothing wrong with those thoughts, and I think that the, we, we, you know, it's probably it's healthy to have those thoughts. It's and it's also healthy to acknowledge those thoughts. You know, you don't push, you know, not to push them aside. So it, I guess one for me is just to organize the thoughts. To there are thoughts that come from you, 
there are thoughts that come from the adversary and there are thoughts that come from God. Right. Um, and some of the thoughts that come from you are intrusive and some of the thoughts that come from the adversary are intrusive. And really, it's not early up. We don't really need to like try to trip ourselves over like, where are these thoughts coming from? I feel like if, if they're causing you a little bit of anxiety or things like we can just say that we, we just need to organize them, yeah. put them in their proper place. You know, put those other thoughts obtrusive, like give them credence if you want to, or, you know, put, set them to the side. Other things, you have the other happy thoughts, set them to the side or bring them to the forefront, all of the things. But just to organize the thoughts, mm-hmm. organize your thoughts, because then I think it becomes easier once you do that um, for for stilling thoughts, for for thoughts from, from, from right. God to come. You're talking about that, like yeah. like put them in a box, and then tuck the box away mentally, and then if you need to get something out of that box, you need to revisit a thought or whatever. You go back to that box and you, you be intentional about pulling it back out. Yeah, instead of letting it. And sometimes it sneaks out or whatever. Yeah, and, and that's okay. It's okay. <clears throat> yeah, that don't it sneaks don't feel out. guilty is what yeah. what you're getting at. I think, yeah, right? just <clears throat> just pick it up, put it back in the box. Yeah, put yeah. it back in the box, and then and then. Stick, stick it where it needs to go. But that way you're organized. Yeah. And and uh, you, you can you can have a little bit more management on... on we have so many... Uh, it's kind of crazy what our brains can do. How yeah. many thoughts it, you can have really and is. how much they can affect your mm-hmm. your mood and your your tra- trajectory for the day. And so I think that's a, that's a, good, that's a good tool. Um, I was thinking about uh, uh, writing writing something down. Ooh. Writing in a journal. Yeah. Or just something on your phone, taking notes while you study or... Just because that that's that's your taking thoughts in your brain. This is also a way of organizing your thoughts. Yeah, you take yeah, your thoughts sure. in your brain, and you are making them tangible almost by putting them on a physical surface. You know, it takes focus to do that, and because uh, if you don't, you end up spelling everything wrong, or you end up. You ever been that person? You're writing something down, and then your mind wanders, and then you put a random word in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> and you're like, I didn't. Like you, you got to focus a little bit, mm-hmm. and so that helps you, kind of like laser, laser focus some of your thoughts as you, as you write them down. I don't like writing. I'm with you, um, but I acknowledge that it is good. And it is it's almost. It is also therapeutic to a degree. Absolutely, to write in a journal regularly. And keep tabs on that's organizing your, your, how you've analyzed your thoughts throughout the day and how you kind of at the end of the day, how do you feel? That's unpacking a little bit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that can help you have some stillness to, to find that peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably why the prophets are always talking about Cuba Journal. I mean, <laughs> they talk about it for your ancestors and everything, sure, but, but, you know, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, there's a, there's a, I mean, God tells us to do a lot of things for maybe one reason, but there's like millions of little reasons why also we should do it. And the other thing I'll, I'll say about writing down is also reading, mm. um, reading scriptures or oh, yeah, reading absolutely. something, period. Mm-hmm. Every night before I go to bed, I read. Um, usually Brandon Sanderson books because they're friggin' good, but they help me uh, calm down and help my, my, my thoughts from the day, from work, from from family, from responsibility, all these different things that I'm like, they kind of can't stress you out if you just let them roam unorganized in your mm-hmm. thoughts. God's house is a house of order. Mm-hmm. That's coming to mind. Anyway, you have all these thoughts, and so when I read, it helps me um, kind of set those aside so I can calm, calm my mind and then get more ready for bed. On the, con- on the converse? Converse? Contrary. 
contrary. Mm-hmm. Converse is that works, right? Yeah, it's like a shoe. Yeah, yeah. So on the depending on what you know on the on the sneaker <laughs> on the other side here of reading. Okay, so reading helps calm you down. Um, screens, I think, do the opposite. I think they they subconsciously can stress us out. If you're looking at your phone before you go to bed, or or you get text messages, or you get social media, all these different things, they put more thoughts in our head, and it can make it hard to be still because then we got more things we got to think about. You know, mm. more things we're trying to sift through. Um, and I was I was on a soapbox the other day talking about uh, screen addiction and how I think it's causing higher and I, well I don't think I know we all know that it's causing higher rates of anxiety and depression in in our in our world because it's putting more thoughts in our brain and things that we can't control things that we can't do anything about but now we're thinking about it because we read it online or whatever and there's always always a way to be fed information so i think if you want stillness step away from electronics i love reading my scriptures on my phone more than anything because it's an easy way to keep track of that but i acknowledge that it's probably better and it's going to be easier to find stillness if i read a paper version of Mm. scriptures yeah i totally see that i think that um i think there is something um about uh Acoustic being how I, the word acoustic comes to mind. Being a uh, being acoustic, uh, having a acoustic space, acoustic mindset when you're when you're trying to be still. So like what I mean by that is is like everything is. So like I think like music is a great thing, um, and so you put something on in the background, but it's it's a it's it's away from us. So put something else in the background. It's away from us. Uh, and we can focus on more of what's in front of us. There was actually one last thought that I had uh, when it came to um, stillness, uh, actually uh, being being still. I actually think that being still also means being present in the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like whatever that means, and I actually feel like you can re- you can be still and, and receive stillness even when you're not doing spiritual things. Yeah. And I think it comes from being in the moment because I think there's a lot of things like the, the tumultuousness I think usually comes from, from um, re- uh, shame or regret from the past and anxiety uh, and, and trepidation for the future. Well, exactly. This is, this is my wife just gave a talk in church a couple weeks ago and she made this quote from somebody in our, in our ward that we really respect who said, uh, who said, oh, what is it? I have it written down here. But it's exact it's exactly what you just said. Um You just said it better than me. Phenomenally. Better than me. <laughs> no, it says uh <clears throat> the future causes anxiety, the past causes depression, the now can cause stillness. I added that last part. But the same idea, right? Um if we're always looking ahead, then we get anxious. If we're always looking back, then we get we might focus too much on regrets or or whatever. So I think you're right. Stillness is in the now. Mm-hmm. If you want to find stillness, what can you do to not think about what's what's coming up? And and it's funny because I remember having this conversation. I can't remember who I was talking to, but um, it's funny. Ang- 
being anxious, being nervous is a weird thing because mm-hmm. our body's like, I'm going to get all hot and sweaty and awkward and uncomfortable because something is going to happen eventually. <laughs> and whether you know, if, if you have that information three hours earlier than you normally would have it, then your body's like, I can be nervous for three more hours. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's just, it fills this gap. That's what anxiety does is it fills this gap and it's almost like it doesn't run out of resources. It can just hang there. Wow, that's actually um, pretty powerful. So I, I've realized, and I've tried to do this at work a little bit. It's hard. If I am anxious or stressed, then it does help to be like, okay, um, can I be nervous about this like 30 minutes ahead of t- before it happens instead of, I don't know, three hours? Can I at least have two and a half hours back? And that has actually helped me because I'm like, okay, it's still making room for me to be nervous. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think being nervous is always a bad thing. No, it's it's actually probably some somewhat good in in certain cases. Yeah, to be nervous. Yeah, and when I say nervous, you know, I don't want to mix that up too much with anxiety, but right, they're, they're right. related. Um, but the point is, uh, stillness is is in the now. That's I, I, you know. yeah, no, I, and I think that that's something that uh, whatever that looks like, and I think it's really easy. Um, I think a really good way is focusing on Christ in the now will give us stillness. Pretty quickly, yeah. Um, but also just focusing on whatever it is in the now, I feel like that that creates stillness. So, if for example, and another, there's a whole bunch of examples we could give, but I'm just thinking like when you're, you know, if you're when you're studying the scriptures or you're studying the gospel or you're doing something, you're in it, you're in the now, you're in that time you're spending with the Lord in His scriptures, like, and that's that's perfect. That's a great way to invite the Spirit, invite stillness when you are with your children. You're in the now. You're with them. You're with your children doing the thing that you're doing. And you're enjoying that. Or it, maybe, it's, maybe it's not enjoyable. Maybe you're, you're disciplining or whatever. I mean, whatever you have to do. But you're in the now. You're doing it now. And when you're with, your, when you're with people, you're in the now. Yeah. You're, you're with them. You're talking with them. You know, being present with them. You know? And so I, th- I think that if we focus on those things, focus on being in the now, then we actually we receive a lot of peace. Um, as we move through our day, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and then I think and then be, and from that, especially if we focus on Christ as we do that, when we become more like Him, also because yeah. we're focusing on Him as we do it, and we're like, oh, this is what Christ would do, and we get better at being like Christ, right? And He is the Prince of Peace. So as we become more like Him, we become more peaceful, yeah. and as we become more peaceful, we become more like Him. And then we, you know, it's just kind of like this. Well. This, tumbling upward and 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 you know chelsea she gave us she gave us the the doctrine in the question right because of the scripture be still and then the second part and know that i am god Mm -hmm. be still and get revelation be still build your testimony be still and i'll talk to you you'll hear you'll be able to hear me and and that's 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 the power of this is, Mm -hmm. is as we're still we come to know God better, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, just thinking about that. Just kind of like the idea of just being being in the now and being in the now with whatever you're doing and then being in the now with God. Yeah. Is like how you is how you gain peace. And and I wonder if that's why our our generation is 
is going through like experience a very hard spiritual time like we have less people going to church than ever before um, yeah. and there's more anxiety and more depression and and it's those are hard things to deal with yeah, in, in our for world sure. and our culture and it's not it's not necessarily anyone's fault but but uh but it does make it hard to know that God is God when when we have those those feelings so being still is a great tool and a great thing to strive for to come to know God despite those uh challenges of our generation especially absolutely that was good Thank you so much, Chelsea, for that question. That, that was incredible. Such yeah. A, such a, a good a good way of thinking. Um, oh, just an, another way of thinking, or another tool for me, I should say, yeah. um, to to uh, to live in this world, that crazy world. Yeah, a lot of these ideas we talked about, we didn't plan those ahead of time. Like, we found those out in this conversation. Yeah. So, again, the point of our podcast is, is, isn't just to, to throw info at people. We're, we want to encourage these kinds of conversations and this kind of searching when we think about gospel topics so that, that uh, you guys, you'll, if you have this kind of conversation with someone, you're going to come up with a whole bunch of ideas of how you can be still. Yeah, absolutely. Make ours look bad. Yeah, well, you'll make us look bad. You'll start your own podcast. Yeah, start your own podcast. Yeah. We'll call it the In of We're Not Dumb show. <laughs> and we're the more, we receive more revelation show. You yeah. Know, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> but don't do that, actually. Well, you could. I mean, you could. I'm not saying don't. Well, I guess I if just you do assume. invite us on the yeah. show. Oh yeah, we'd love to be on your yeah. show. We might as well do a collab. A collab. A collab. Uh, like a, like a like two two like, people in in one laboratory. I was thinking like two puppies. Oh uh, oh okay, yeah, Labradors. Co- yeah, Labradors. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, no, that was awesome. I I wanted to just add on to that that uh, having these kind types of conversations helps. It's like I kind of a, I feel this every time we talk in in our podcast. It's like we get edified together. Yeah. It's like we're we're I'm basically I feel like I'm living scripture every time that we we uh, have these conversations because right. there were definitely we we did come prepared obviously because we're thinking about the question. Yeah, but, we studied. Yeah, but some of the things that we talked about were were not planned. So right. I think it's awesome, um, and we're grateful uh, for. Your participation. I just want to give a shout out to every everybody who's listening for this season. We've had a ton of support and a, and a ton of participation, and we're so grateful for that. Yeah. And uh, you know, we feel selfish in asking this, but we we uh, we want more. We want more of of that. So, as always, send us your questions. We love to have. We love to talk about this stuff. Um, like with this this whole season is is about is about you. We want this whole season to be about you. Uh, about what you think about, what you feel, what you worry about, um, what you, what's inspiration you receive, and what what doubts you have. We want to we want to talk about those things because we we want to help. And so, as always, you can reach out to us um, by our email is probably one of the fastest ways, which is in black and white podcast at gmail.com. or you can reach out to us on our Twitter and Facebook through the handles IBW Podcast. And uh, we will we'll be able to receive any of those messages. We would love to hear from you uh, and, uh, and talk about what you want to talk about. So, as always, we love you. I uh, just want to say, again, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week or next time on our podcast. God is good, everyone. Godspeed. Godspeed.